okay, is this going to be our trailer or are we doing a different trailer? <laughs> You're searching for coffee and I'm just sitting here. <laughs> right. Thanks, thanks for all of your assistance. You're doing great. No, really, you're doing great. Two men from across the world searching to explain the cultural divide between white people and brown people and failing regularly on a day-to-day -day basis. There's your trailer. Oh, yeah, that is exactly what I'm going to use. <laughs> Good afternoon, villagers. This is the bug from Bangalore, and I got my man here, Sean. Welcome, 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 everybody. Sean Cummings <laughs> from the village in Oklahoma. That's the actual name of a town. So I'm, I'm, I'm like a villager's village guy. <laughs> How's everything going um, over there? Good. I've decided to just address everybody as villagers these days. <laughs> that works. I always say the village community, when I'm doing like robocalls and stuff, I always call her, hey, village community, it's Sean Cummings. <laughs> I know I sound crazy when I do it too. So yeah, not bad. <laughs> We are expecting a cyclone. Oh, God. Well, that's better than the thunderstorm that I was worried about. Tell me what that yeah. actually means. So if Americans are listening to this, they don't, we've never had a cyclone. I actually had to lift that up because I was trying to figure it out myself. It yeah. basically is that if uh, hurricanes develop, like they start in the North Atlantic yeah. and Pacific, I guess. But if they start in the South Pacific and the Indian Ocean, then right. they're known as cyclones. Interesting. Do they spin the, the opposite way, kind of like stuff in Australia? Probably. Well, I you know, whenever anybody. Up, Sean, I didn't really fucking deep dive into it. <laughs> okay, so here's what you'll hear from anybody Irish that goes to Australia like, you know, the water in the loo goes backwards. That's the most fascinating thing in the world. Which way the water spins in a toilet? How sad oh, is that? that? They got on a machine that flew them through the sky and dropped them off on a different continent. None of that shit. Huh? None of that mattered. Water spun the opposite way. Welcome to my people. Mm -hmm. Before you ask, and, I am drinking yes. coffee and not wow. chai. And, and I have regular tea, not chai. Just tea tea. Got a chai tea. Do you want to explain uh, what that means to everybody? Oh, Just, God the, damn it. I still get annoyed when I see. Do you know the Starbucks down the road from me has something called chai tea? And I wanted to call them and be like, hey, listen, tea I can tea. understand That's why you're doing tea. this in other countries. <laughs> <laughs> we know chai means tea. Just say oh tea, not a meal on this Okay. Since we're on the coffee tea subject, so my, my family mm -hmm. resides in and around an area called Galway in Ireland. It's on the west of, on the west coast. Mm -hmm. And all they ever had was Sanka. Do you know what Sanka is? The instant coffee? Yeah. Worldwide, Sanka seems to be known, and it tastes like prison coffee. Well, I, mm -hmm. it's not that I have a great judgment of prison coffee. That's what I imagine prison coffee to taste like. So you put a scoop of it in with hot water and stir it. tastes like shit. So I get to Ireland long after coffee has come to America where we've got decent coffee and everything, and they're still mm -hmm. on Sanka. But five years later, Poles, Polish people that have emigrated there open the first real coffee place. And there's a damn line going on right there every single day. Seriously. Ugh. But it took an out it took an outsider to come in and open it. Yeah, but 
I wonder if most Indians would actually know what Sankar is. I probably know about it because of, uh, you remember um, Marty, God bless his soul? He was the one who used to tell oh, me Marty, about yeah. it. Yeah, Did he, he was the one stuff? who once told oh, me Lord. about it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it, especially in a rural area where you couldn't get anything. But, you know, um, evidently Enid, Oklahoma was a big drop for wholesale coffee. I have no idea why, but yeah, crazy. Now it's just mine, <laughs> well, you got to sell what they want. You know, it's just business. Go where the demand going, takes you. <laughs> I'm going to get no votes in Enid for that one. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I actually knew a guy from there when I went to UCO. Yeah. Well, so here's the, and this may be funny to people listening or not. Mm -hmm. Enid literally had some restaurant owner that was evidently quite racist and in a really, really bad way. And they wrote about yeah. it in the newspaper and everything else. He was like, so what? Don't come eat here. Literally. No apologies, no change in behavior, nothing. And I was like, that's why nobody moves there. Because we have it. The only thing that keeps that going is there's an Air Force base near there mm -hmm. where we train people from other countries. Um, and they, they come in. So they've really got a big mix. You just wouldn't guess it. And then that guy gave him a really, really, really bad name. Bad. The one good steakhouse. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just give you a side of racism with that today, sir. Would you like your racism in the ketchup or in the soda? What was that horrible wow. restaurant somewhere in uh, Texas that got into trouble where the waitress got fired because she wrote on the boat outside? <clears throat> we like our beer like we like our violence domestic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, so we can't make those kind of jokes. Do you know when I filled out my paperwork to go to India, they asked me if I'd ever joked about terrorism. Oh, and yeah. I literally was like, I remember you like, asking me about this. <laughs> as an Irish person? <laughs> am I supposed to say yes or am I just supposed to <laughs> say what they want me to say? <laughs> Oh, goodness. Yeah, it was it was in depth for people in india for me to get into the country and i understand i you know nobody wants nobody wants domestic terrorists although we have we have quite a few here we'll loan them to you if you want them um <laughs> but do, doing the paperwork i how many times did i call you i had to call you at least five times and go what does this mean what does what what do they mean by this question which mm -hmm. tells me how to answer it because <laughs> you know i don't they weren't saying are you part of a terrorist organization but the way they were saying it was pretty solid because but i own mm -hmm. an irish pub and and we make jokes about the english every single day no matter what we just do <laughs> we're we're meaner about it than you guys John, what do you think the people <laughs> yeah. in india do when we talk about the british <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it's so complimentary they were so awesome to you guys so awesome <laughs> we're always looking at the crown going like ah lovely diamond i wonder where they got that from <laughs> wonder what the story is behind that would it be like a seven-year-old child they took it from uh, yeah it's brutal 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 okay what were we going to talk about today sir oh i wanted to talk to you about the fantasy sport applications have you ever played on any of those stupid things or heard about people talking at it, about it at the pub? Do you know how old I am? I know. <laughs> okay, so the times I, I get on the phone to help you, it's shit. <laughs> right, right. If if stuff freezes up and I can't get a hold of one of my kids, I call you. How many thousands of miles away? <laughs> I know. 
So I have never played any of them. They are huge business. And yes, people in here do. And you know, so they have meetups to talk about like fantasy football and stuff, mm-hmm. which is real. It's, it's the most abstract thought we can probably yeah. accomplish here. And if they could only apply that to business, we might still be the number one country in the world as far as manufacturing and everything else went. But instead, we've put all of that into fantasy football and whatnot. Oh, yeah. I've, I've seen people sit with those spreadsheets at the pub next to me, and I'm like, what is that? And they're like, oh, this is a fantasy right. thing at the office. And I'm like, right. Jesus Christ. Do you know the problem is that now I came back here and I see people do that here because they finally oh, made that legal here for cricket. Wow. Oh, no way. Yes. On cricket? So here's, here's the thing that I would say from a business perspective, wherever you work, if the big boss smokes, you better fake mm-hmm. like you smoke. And that's how you get your five minutes alone with them. As they come in and go, Hey, you want to go outside and smoke? You're like, Oh, sure. And you don't have to actually smoke, just fake it. Mm-hmm. But if the big boss plays fantasy football, <laughs> you got to figure out a way to get in that room with them. You know, and I I think it's important to just understand sometimes it's the dumbest stuff. And I look, I I was always lucky because I could talk to people about food and Mm. all of us will talk about food. You know, go back to the English. They went all over the world killing people everywhere to find out where the spices were, but didn't (laughs) learn how to cook with them. I mean, oh, yeah, God (laughs) almighty, what a waste. But if you think of that, you've got to find that thing in common. And, Mm -hmm. And it's it's a study. I mean, it. If you if you want to meet, I'll give you a, as an example as a girl because you've always you Deepak has always joked about Americans are a little more promiscuous than uh, than Indians. I mean, I wouldn't say we're not, but as a young man, I the way I had game is I would find out whatever they like to eat and then just approach them with it. And go, have you ever had that? Have you ever had it homemade? Because I actually know how to make it, and I've learned how to make the stuff. The it works. I mean, mm-hmm. what what is your angle? You know what I mean? What is your angle? Because when I first met you, you wore a suit every single day in Oklahoma Eight years. when it was 100 and, <laughs> 105 degrees. Eight years, Sean. That's why now nobody really gives a shit about what I'm wearing when I talk to them. <laughs> yeah, but you've also got the accent to back it up. Somebody in a mm-hmm. cheap suit with a terrible accent, uh, it doesn't pull off the same and way. I, and I had to compensate for the fact that I hated fucking golf. <laughs> I was never <laughs> going to fling it. <laughs> Okay, so here's here's the problem I have with golf. The, the people who play it, I just go, how do you have six spare hours to spend with oh, yeah. one person chasing a little ball around? And then on top of it, I'm so damn competitive, I don't want to lose. And guess what? Yeah. If you're with your boss, you're going to have to lose. You got to make them feel better. It's literally like a, yeah. a wife from the 1950s. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely awful what are we talking about fantasy sports fantasy sports do you know they're using that do you know they're using that same stupid uh loophole that the DraftKings and all those stupid companies use there where it's supposed where it's not gambling because it is considered a skill-based game but it requires skill to play it apparently Wow. Well, like how many people well, are sitting in fucking front of spreadsheets and fucking gaming the whole system out? And how many idiots are just wandering around going like, I'm going to pick this guy because I heard his name. Right. <laughs> I, you know, I got to be honest with you. I think I would go to chat GBT. <laughs> who do I need a trainer? Who do I need to have? <laughs> I'd cheat We should the whole try thing. that, right? I bet you money you could come up with a great team. But the, the deal is, is okay. Think of, think of, uh, 
we as we learned from international soccer that like mm-hmm. over half the games were thrown yeah. literally thousands of games were thrown if these guys can hit a bottle cap from 20 yards away do you really think they missed a goal at the end of the game honestly that's true <laughs> right i mean it's it's it is uh that's what you're really up against is whatever whatever that whole thing is so so you're familiar with the term game theory right mm-hmm. oh yeah okay one of my is, favorite it, theories <laughs> right but how does that fit into um this fake sports gaming you know how does how does any of that you, you got to look at it and go okay so somebody's got a theory behind it and how it operates and how it works and where you're going when they analyze the DraftKings, because there's enough data with those companies because they started yeah. so long back that right. they realize that there's probably like two to three percent of people on the platform who are the consistent yeah. winners on every damn thing. Right. The rest are just in there losing their shit. So it's a casino. Mm-hmm. It's right. like if but you know they... how to read read cards, I guess. <laughs> right. Well, if you if you look at it and go, you only need a few people out there saying how great it is to keep mm-hmm. it going. Oh yeah. And somebody to go on TV and go, I made forty thousand dollars, and everyone goes, Man, I love to make forty thousand dollars. I love it. Oh shit! In- here they here they actually have like the current cricket players and like huge Bollywood stars in the adverts, oh, just wow. trying to trick people into coming in there for the glamour of it or whatever the fuck people find fascinating. So we did that with the the extra companies that came out of Bitcoin. And all of a mm-hmm. sudden, if you've got a basketball player that literally moved on to the pros in 11th grade and can't read, telling you what you should invest in, it's too late. <laughs> if you weren't in on the beginning, it's too late when, when your favorite sports player, the guy who takes hits in the head for a job, is telling you who to invest in. Mm-hmm. That's sad. That's both sad and terrible all at the same time. <laughs> that would be like wow. us, though, that would be like getting Mike Tyson to run a business and be like, okay, right. come on, you've had enough concussions, so you would be able to guess this damn thing. <laughs> oh my God. It is it is so true. It's sad. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'll tell you another layer of this whole thing. So um a lot of companies have basketball teams that play at like the YMCA. Mm-hmm. You know that people are actually hired to be on that team and just given shitty jobs that pay fifty or sixty thousand a year just so they can beat their their person from the other side of town and whatever businesses. Oh, so they I've seen that with yeah. companies. Like uh-huh. we have, right. so we have corporate cricket leagues here where there would be right. like some random player who's like playing for the Indian team. Would also right. be playing for that particular bank, and you'd be like, "Sorry, what the fuck yeah. is going on here?" Yeah, where'd they get him? Right. <laughs> right. So I, I always find it th- there is some weird correlation between popularity and sports in high school, and it goes on through the rest of your life, and you got to figure oh, out God. some way to. Right. I don't even like to bore myself with that, but you know, if my customers are talking about it, I got to know about it. Oh, shit. There was one time that Dan told me about this guy who used to play football in high school, and he showed yeah. up to, like, their 50th year reunion with a football right. in his arm. Oh, Lord. And I was like, oh, my <laughs> God, you you peaked in high school sports, and this is all you're fucking doing for the rest of your life. <laughs> that's that's all you have, right? That's all you <laughs> But, you know, it probably worked for him back in the day, mm-hmm. and if people still remembered him, so there was a guy who sold um, X, 
uh, CAT scan machines. And, you know, they're about $800,000 each. I don't know what that equates to, but hopefully people will do the math. And he would bring this famous football coach from here with him on all of his appointments. And he'd give the guy $1,000 cash a day to go with him. But every appointment he went to straight into the boss because they wanted oh. to meet the football coach. That's my Pretty, Right. So your cricket players, everybody else that's doing that stuff, they're the same theory. But this guy just did it on a really small level. And if you think on 800 grand, who cares about $1,000, right? But do you know, I do feel <laughs> bad for some of those cricket players who are like some of the great like old school batsmen who have come out of retirement yeah. and now they're selling chewing tobacco on TV. I'm like, oh, right. Jesus, who was your business yeah. manager? How do you need right. money at this age still? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you the worst, as a, as a weird transition here, the worst um, audition I ever went on in my entire life. I, I get I get a call from my agent and they're like, hey, you need to do this at 11. And it's one of the rare times I didn't ask and go, what's it for? And I show up, it is a used car commercial. Literally used, oh, not cars, yeah. used cars. And you know, they always have like some clown out in the parking lot going, hey, we got this and you can get free credit. This. So I look <laughs> at the script and, and I've wasted an hour of my life. So I go in there and I knock it out of the park. I do the craziest stuff I can come up with. And the guy's like, man, you'd be fantastic. And go, dude, I would never do this in my entire life. I was just showing you what acting is. That is what acting is. <laughs> Called oh, my agent. Goodness. I was like, man, what are, you, what are you doing? He goes, oh, it had a different company name, which is probably BS. He just wanted his 18%. Mm. Lovely. Uh, Lovely people. The, just the commission. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Everybody's got to pay the rent. Yeah. Last evening, I was tempted to go to the KFC to get some fried chicken, and then I realized wow. that there's a Popeyes across the street from me. Very much better. At least mm -hmm. it has flavor. And from an Indian, you should be ashamed that you were going into KFC. I know <laughs> it's embarrassing. I feel like okay. <laughs> I look let like me, one of those beaters with a ball cap and a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like nobody see me. <laughs> right. So let me tell you a good fake news story with KFC. So they used to be known as Kentucky Fried Chicken. This old, old cracker from Kentucky literally went around and he would show people how to fry chicken with his secret recipe. Now, you guys are the spice country of the entire world. So he says there's 11 herbs and spices in there. I can taste about three. And I'm guessing I'm probably pretty close. <laughs> so, but it turns us into this huge, huge company in his la later life, like in his 60s. Mm -hmm. here's the deal though so they switch it they get bought out by i believe it's pepsico the people who make pepsi oh, and, yeah, uh, they and they have it now right and they change it to kfc and the paranoia fake news that came out of that was they no longer serve chicken they, they <laughs> make it with this other stuff and they mold it to look like a chicken egg and make it look like a chicken leg and a chicken thigh but there ain't no chicken in there. if they don't have chicken in the name it don't have to be chicken if I and hear this some one, idiot in Bangalore repeat the story to me, I'll know it's because of you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but this was this was the first time in my life, and it was it was a decade ago at least, that I ever mm -hmm. heard where you know we we've been pretty lucky until Donald Trump came around. We didn't have heavy, heavy, heavy fake stuff. But this mm -hmm. this was the best one I've ever heard, and it was probably from a competitor of theirs, and it's called a whisper campaign. You know. Yeah. Are you familiar with whisper campaigns over there? Okay. 
I guess it's you pretty similar to me doing a WhatsApp campaign with that exact script you just gave me to make yeah. KFC look like shit. <laughs> and you and you dirty them up, and you know full well that people that are probably lower on the educational realm would mm. go, man, they're they're at lunch and they're like, man, did you read that shit about KFC? Yeah, they even got chicken over there. They, they, they took chicken out of the name, so they didn't have to have chicken. And that shit would spread like wildfire. <laughs> Pretty sure there are some guidelines to me doing that on WhatsApp, but Jesus, you should see some of the shit my mom asked me to read. I'm like, oh my God, where do you get this from? <laughs> so so do you get do you get like the daily delivery? Because what I used to get was a daily delivery of stuff, and I would write people back and I'd go, um, you know, you know, you Google that. I mean, because I think five lines down you can see that that's been debunked already. And <laughs> And they were like, why would I do that? And I go, oh, so we didn't have to have this conversation. That's mm -hmm. why. So how big of a how big of an issue is that there still? Because I think our news over here is pretty screwed, period. Now, yeah. Throughout throughout that entire campaign. And and you know, I mean, the Brits were the first that were great at doing the smears. You know, <laughs> mm -hmm. they're pretty good at it. Okay, I I've got really bad weather coming in in case we cut out. So Oh, Just be prepared. Funny. All right. Sorry, go ahead. I have a feeling that it is still bad here, but right. I wouldn't know because WhatsApp is so like weird where you can actually get an article in a different language. Some of the languages I know, but some of them I don't even right. read. So I wouldn't know oh, wow. what it is. I would just look at the picture and be like, I don't know what this is, but somebody could probably oh. tell me. And right. You know me and my stupid brain. I would just go back to the Guardian's website and see if something shows yeah. up similar to this. And yeah. if, it, if I don't see it, I'm like, ah, fuck it. No point in yeah, looking at it. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what I always try to point out with my family. So I've been a cameraman on documentaries. And documentaries are from the angle of the camera person. You are getting their view. And most falsely written articles are not somebody's view. It's on purpose. So... You and I mm -hmm. could go to a, a, a website like Canva and come up yep. with a fake newspaper setup and then literally go to AI, throw everything in there we want. They write us an article. Boom. We say whatever we want to anybody. And then if you don't have to go through a place with an editor, that would be the Internet. You can tell yep. anybody anything you want. It's that's that's so scary. I mean, it really how would you how would you feel like? If somebody in your family did something crazy because of something they read, and then you find out it's all oh, false. God. Yeah, right. that would, I, I've read like articles here in the newspaper where, yes, I still get a physical newspaper to this house. Wow. <laughs> You're still bullshit. killing trees. You're still <laughs> killing trees. Well, they so tell nice me to recycle you. paper, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it wasn't toilet paper. There you go. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you'll read like these weird articles where you have, ah, shit, like some of them are just rubbish where they say that this guy killed that guy, so there would be like a little mob that goes and beats him up, like, oh, but Lord. with no proof, nothing, it's just a WhatsApp message right. that came in. Yeah, that's how um, lynching started in America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fake news thing, I think anytime it takes place in the West, especially like the US and the UK, the guys here are like, okay, hold my beer. We got this. And they'll yeah, take it and will, run. But, will, but there is a time delay between from when I see it there and when I see it here. Huh. Interesting. How long do you think it takes? A couple of years. 
for it really? to be full-fledged normal part of pop culture. Like think about it, the same right. example of those stupid fantasy games. Right. It took yeah. like five years before I got back here and now it was all over the place and everybody knew about it. But back then when we were looking at doing something like DraftKings here, it was still considered illegal. So we couldn't do oh, anything. Wow. Mm -hmm. Huh, bang, how crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, uh, I don't know how all that stuff circles around and then it just burns out. So if, if, if I'm in Ireland, I'll give you my weird example. People would go, mm -hmm. hey, we should go to this restaurant chain and go eat a burger. It's just like McDonald's. And I'd be like, yeah, I don't, I don't need at McDonald's. <laughs> and they'd go, no, it's just as good. And I'm like, that's a relative term. I don't need it. <laughs> but they were, they were still in love with this theory that America was the greatest place on earth to go and, and, and everything was there and all that. And mm -hmm. so maybe, maybe you guys are still following that, that line. And I don't know if it goes, you know, British West or American West, you know, whichever end you, I think where right you end now up it's probably a mixture considering that we have exported ourselves to both countries and massive yeah. amounts. <laughs> yeah. You guys have done better than the Mexicans and they've done pretty well. <laughs> Maybe that's why India doesn't have any Olympic medals because we're all just studying yeah. and going somewhere. <laughs> right. Hey, it works. You guys are the, the highest income earners. I know in the state of Oklahoma, for a specific ethnic target market, you guys are the highest earners. Is it because most of them are doctors that I run into? Well, I, I, most of them are <laughs> recruited rather than just... <laughs> well, I'll give, you, I'll give you an example. So... So in, in, in the hometown in Galway in Ireland, mm. the doctors are mostly African. They're not Irish. Oh. And they do stand out a bit in a country of really, really, really pasty pale <laughs> white people. But everybody loves them because they're doctors. And I would say the same thing here. Most everybody's really, really well educated. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, here's, here's a good story for you. So I'm talking to this kid named, that, that ran for city council. His name doesn't matter. And, uh, and we're talking about prejudice and he's Vietnamese and he goes, you know, I run into it sometimes. And I said, God, do you want to get you, do you want me to give you my weird opinion on this? He goes, you know, sure. And I said, it's the opposite of what you think. It isn't that Americans hate you. They're intimidated by you because they assume when you walk into the room, you're the smartest person in the room and they have to figure out now how to be able to compete when they've only gone to 12th grade. When and I walk I think, into a room and I see the white jaws drop, I'm usually pretty proud right. of myself. I'm like, well right. done, exactly. <laughs> carry on. <laughs> but I, you just scared the I shit out of them for a moment. <laughs> so, but you may be the first person that I know that really grasps that. You mm -hmm. know, they're they're just trying to. I, I would I would point to you take take England a hundred years ago, pre World War One and two, where we took all their money. This was back mm -hmm. when they were just taking your money. Um, <laughs> but you you look at. So they had great educational system. They had all of this stuff pre-built. It was all free and you had to test to get in. Okay. Oh, when yeah. my cousins came over here, they'd be like, so every one of you goes to university. And I'm like, well, it's just college, but you know, anybody can go, right? Like all you got to do is pay. He goes, no, no. I mean, God, you know, we, so few people make it in England to university. And yeah, I'm like, there's a again, GED it's, it's, there, right? To be able to take right, before yeah. you get through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, before you can move through. And, and over here, if you got through high school, you can go to community college. Mm. I mean, you, you don't have to even be in the top. Actually, if you're in the lower 10%, you can still go. You're not going to make it. But, you know, you can, you can go ahead and go. And I think, 
you look at the vast amount of people you have in India, there's no mm-hmm. way more than 5% end up going to university. They just can't. They're, you have too many people. Can I tell you the weird part? It's yes. actually the opposite. Really? So back when I was, I would say like, this is not even long ago, Sean. This is like uh, mid to late 90s. Mm-hmm. There was a time where I would know the name of all the, say, good English uh, schools here in Bangalore. Right. There were right. like only eight or 10. Like, right. those are the ones everybody went to. And now when I came right. back, there are hundreds of them. So everybody oh, goes, I don't know the quality of education in each of those universities because now they're not like the old school ones. These are all private right. money-making institutes. So yeah. they say that they'll give you a placement after you graduate, but I don't know how many kids are getting placed. But now huh. they have to pay their way through. Wow. It so it's no longer free. Oh, God, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so is the, is the old we're school still churning out. We're still churning out massive amounts of graduates. Really? Okay, but mm-hmm. in, compared to 1.7 billion people, mm. is it massive? It, you just run in that circle. You're not running in a circle of everybody else. Yeah. So we're I don't feel guilty time. about that little bubble that I live in. Well, that's all right. Hey, man, there's no, you know, you earned it. You know, over mm-hmm. here, so we have 15% of the population will go on to a secondary college. So mm-hmm. university or college. And then we have about another seven that will do a trade school, which over here they still list you as going to college, which makes no sense whatsoever. Um, but yeah. they do. Is that like or a community, Yeah, or a community college, because we have good Votech here. You know, if you want to mm-hmm. do that, uh, the Germans start way earlier. I mean, they've got a better, they, they probably have the best system I've seen. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if you, they start seeing what you're good at and aim you towards it. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Right. They don't push you. They just aim you. <laughs> no pun yeah. intended. No pun intended. <laughs> Damn Germans. <laughs> can't say anything about the Germans without it going to war. <clears throat> so oh, no. I was just going to say that's like really weird, like to the point where I talk to like certain people who are like working with, say, MNCs, like multinational companies who have their offices right. here in Bangalore. And they complain about how expensive their five, six-year-old kids nursery to like mm-hmm. second grade is. And I'm like, really? And they oh, tell God, me like yeah. the name of the school and I don't even recognize it. I'm like, Jesus, wow. when did all these new schools come up? <laughs> That's crazy. Well, I mean, I, I think here we've got education reform going from really not the smartest people, which which mm. just scares oh, you. Oh God, that yeah. idiot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not the smartest people telling you they're going to reform something they don't really know much about. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's awesome. But the, uh, so I sent my kids to like a Montessori school and mm-hmm. it was as much as, it was as much as the university of Oklahoma. And they, oh, they wow. were three, four and five. Yeah. Same, same deal. But what mm-hmm. you're looking for is I wanted an experience where they learned a bunch of different stuff. I didn't, I didn't want the traditional little Catholic school format. You know, where it's just this, yeah. it's this, it's this, and you get out. You know? Yeah, that way you, can be you raise them to be more of global citizens than just live yes. on that one block radius and die. Right. It was hilarious. Have, there were so many times that I would run into people in New York who yeah. they had lived only in that block their entire life. Right. Their whole life. I know. It's crazy, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. It is. Um, but I, I can tell you so many people in Oklahoma don't travel anywhere here. I mean, they just, they don't go out, they don't see the need 
to go outside of the state. You're talking about, I've seen people take cruises. They're just a lovely non-holiday holiday. holiday. (laughs) Right, that's it. That's a hotel where you don't get a DUI for drinking too much. You just fall over the rail. It's the it's the ultimate punishment for over drinking. You die at sea. So have you have you been on a cruise? I was on a cruise in Alaska, and all you do all day is eat because there's nothing else to do. At least you were near Alaska. Like think about the right. miserable people who just go off the coast oh. of Florida and come back. There are right. quite a few times where I was invited to them. And I was like, yeah. what are we doing? Are we going to a different country? They're like, no, they just take us, circle around, and they drop us back. And I was like, can I not just yeah. do that from a boat in like 30 minutes and get back inside? <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I always compared it to. If you if you get off the get off an airplane in San Francisco and you say, Hey, I need to go down to this building, you're gonna get that same tour. They're gonna drive a circle around San Francisco, charge you an extra 40 bucks, and then you're off. And I'm like, so it was a cruise, but only forty dollars. <laughs> Say so, and also off the coast of Miami, I wanted to tell them, listen, I'm not the right kind of brown that should be in this waters. <laughs> Put me back oh, on land. <laughs> oh, oh, that's terrible. So, you know, the one thing that I would say of people that like to do that, they like to drink a lot and they like to eat a lot. And the food, quite frankly, you know, how good can the food be on a floating hotel with 5,000 or 10,000 people? And they're like, yeah, but there's a water park on the hotel. And I go, did you get in your swimsuit and go do it? And they're like, oh, God, no. We just sat in the room and drank. And I'm like, I think leaving Las Vegas, the movie, is the same thing. They sat in a hotel and drank. <laughs> yeah. If you ask him, how was your entire life? I think Nicolas Cage right. in that movie would have been like, yeah, I sat in a room and drank most of the time. <laughs> I, always, I always enjoy and always have enjoyed going to other countries and trying to have to, you got to figure out your way. And mm-hmm. I was... I've only been afraid I was going to get kidnapped or killed a few times, but you know, I feel that way here sometimes. So it's no different. (laughs) I, I think the comfort level of the average person um, in in our state here in in Oklahoma Mm -hmm. is they're more comfortable with just people that sound like they do. And and you go, well, do you want to, do you want to go try some of this? Oh God, I don't know about that. That that means no. Somebody says, I don't know about that. That means that means it's not happening. <laughs> but I, I enjoy it. Only because I was around you that I met the normal ones. I'm calling them normal, but <laughs> just regular people who are interested in other people's cuisine, things like that. Well, but didn't, so I, what I would say to people who aren't familiar with my background or anything, so I own an Irish pub, and very mm. rarely, other than Deepak, would anybody be on a computer or a phone in, <laughs> in my place, but but he always was on his phone or his computer. But the, the deal is, is it's a place to converse. And so if you don't have anything good to say, you got to kind of come up with something. And so they mm. go do stuff, not necessarily just to come in here and talk, but you hear all these other people talking about all of these things they do. It gives you a little energy to maybe move towards that direction. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. And, it's you know, you, you were already, yeah, you were already a world traveler you know i'd never heard of the mauritius islands in my life till i heard of you guys yeah and think of how important it is yeah and how important it is financially you know i've never even heard of it yeah oh sure pronounce your name correctly deepak this is deepak jared krishnan did i say it right that time i know it's close say jai jai yeah yeah 
Krishnan. Christian. Jerry Christian. <laughs> There's no T in there, is there? Okay, there here's, here's what I will say to you. As much as anybody, if you keep this piece in there, as much as anybody will laugh at me, our name in Gaelic has like 15 letters. Oh, dude, I've tried saying of the... Gaelic names and I can't do it. Eh? <laughs> none of it makes any sense. It's like, come <laughs> And you're like, I think he just spit up on me. <laughs> oh, the poor man's having a stroke. No, no, he's telling you his name. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and, and that's so that's our legitimate name. But it, but it's you know it's from the it's from the Norse, either mm -hmm. Norway or Sweden or a little further up. Hell, you you got it easy. At least yours sounds like the letters. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> it's fun when I have to fill them out in the U.S. immigration forms when my full name doesn't fit. So I'm like oh, in the God. margin trying to squeeze it in. <laughs> ah, that's awesome. All right, man. Well, as usual, wonderful talking to you. I miss hanging out with you. Are you going to radio take us out? Give me the BBC. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining us today. The Sean Cummings. He picked you here, Stan. Sorry, I can never get that right. Just but don't I'll do it, please. <laughs>